it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. They're going to run out into the field. <laughs> in South Dakota. It's Ryan Kelly morning after. Welcome to the 8 o'clock hour. Well, thank you for that welcome. It's nice to be here. Nice to be back. Uh, KG in O-Town uh, posted a, what do you call it, Doug? Gallup poll? It's or, not a Gallup poll. This is done by the George Gallup organization. I haven't seen this one. Uh, it's on the TMA fan page. Do yeah, you enjoy it? Of course it, it is. <laughs> Why don't you put it on Twitter? X. Uh, KG No Town, yeah. X, right on X. Yeah. Do you enjoy Chairman Steve's calls? Uh, 68 people have voted. All 68 say yes. Yeah, All course. 68. <laughs> That's because I asked for the poll. Somebody else would ask for the poll. You'd be honest. And it is kind of up to par because, like what Iggy said, right underneath of it, a quote That's the thing about winner take all. If you lose, you don't get anything. <laughs> So it is probably a portion of the anti-Iggy contingents going out there and voting, so. That's in the poll? No, that's the post that's right separate, underneath me. That's a separate post from uh, the Colts beat report. So I love Steve, though, because I've known Steve a while on the show. I consider him a, a friend, I guess. Friend of the feather. Yeah, why can't we all just get along? Better be careful saying you're a friend. I, that's why I said it with a, a, a little bit of a hesitation. I think me and Steve are cool. Yeah, you didn't beat him in golf. I'm going to say, once we get out on the golf course, it's done. That makes him sore if he loses to you in golf. <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, there doesn't seem to be any other reason why you guys could be at loggerheads. I agree. Huh. Well, gosh, it's just always something around Not here. loggerheads with anybody is... You say we're not friends? Okay, we're not friends. Were you down? Simple as that. Because of this? No, I... Hurt by it at all? No, friends are overrated. Oh, gosh, that's like a sad statement. Dang, I didn't know. I heard in a TV show once. I don't know. 264 people are talking it over in the YouTube chat right now. What are they talking about? Iggy, I'm sure. Uh, let's see. Were Granny and Jed Clampett your neighbors at the time? Did her stew meat get away? That's from Too Fat to Kayak. What does that even mean? I guess they give as possums. Yeah, I've never been neighbors with anybody that old. Well, it's no no problem if you were. Well, I've never had a I never had a grandpa and a grandma living next to me. No, well, that's yeah. okay if they're on. If they would have, that'd have been great because I guarantee I'd have banged Ellie Mae. What now? Nurse. 
How old is she? Hi, I'm unfamiliar with the show. The, Jake said hi, Tim, so I wanted to say Well, hi. I don't think any of them are still alive except hi, Max Jake. Bear, who's like 100 years old. I, talk, I talked to him like three years ago. He still bitches about his casino that didn't get opened. So you're friends with Max Bear, too? Doug, he lost to Cinderella Man. James Braddock. Jimmy Braddock. Different, different, different Max Bear. Well, his son, right? That was yeah. Yeah, yeah it's his son. We had uh, we had him on the air for a uh, Martin Kilcoin and uh, Maurice Drummond had a guess who the celebrity was, yeah. and we had him on, and uh, his girlfriend committed suicide like an hour after that interview. Because they didn't guess quickly enough. I had talked to her. I called the house, and she answered. You could tell she was just frustrated that uh, he's not here. He's getting his oil changed or something. You'll have to call him on a cell phone. Okay. Call him on a cell. He came on, and the next day in the paper, read that Max Bear's girlfriend committed suicide. He came home from a chore. <laughs> I don't think that was the word, but he came home from doing something. Really? And found her in the bedroom. Oh, terrible. I, I felt bad. I felt like, in fact, I, I, maybe I should have noticed something in her voice that she was depressed or something. I don't know. No, you couldn't have known that. Huh. I know, but you still think about that. I did with, uh, I, haven't, I haven't said anything about this, but there was, um, my neighbor who lived upstairs, kind of catty corner, like where I sit in the breezeway, I can see her apartment. And she was a bowler at Lindenwood. And so we talked all the time about bowling, and I knew a lot of people at Lindenwood and the bowling team and the coaches. And uh, that morning, because she worked, uh, her job was she was a um, security guard at Lindenwood University, and she worked overnights. So sometimes I would see her in the morning when I was sitting outside having coffee before work, she would be coming home from work. Or if I was out there in the afternoon or evening, I'd see her leaving. Well, we'd always talk. And I came home one day and found out she committed suicide. Oh. Like the morning after I saw her come home. And for two weeks, I was so depressed. I tried to hide it, but thinking I should have seen something. You know, like that morning, I should have seen something wrong with her. I said, are you okay? You want to sit down and talk? And it's just sad. Well, this has been quite an uplifting 8 o'clock hour so far. Well, I'm just telling a story that... Two up and two down. You know, you never know when people are depressed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, that kind of took the wind out of my sails. Well, I mean, it's, it's a story that just, you know, if you see somebody that maybe isn't in a good frame of mind, yeah. you know, take the time to maybe sit down and talk to him. Right. Like Steve after he loses in golf. An example. I didn't know he was that's happy. His he was, he was, he was a... more than happy to hand me two hundred bucks. Okay, he, he was unhappy then, but maybe I now seriously he's think not. he didn't mind losing just so he could say he played golf with me. <laughs> oh, so he just wanted to be in. Here we go. In the presence now we're getting of great celebrity. I think so. Uh, well, he's got to feel good about the fact that there's 87 votes and all have voted yes. They well, of course they are. Of course they are. It's close. Sixty percent are blocked by eighty-seven. Not all votes are right. What's the percentage of blocked? I said, Burners. I said, if you put it on the fan pages, that all the people that hate me are going to vote just to prove me wrong. Iggy would look at like four votes. The others, eighty-three of them, would be people he had. There's bought. still some votes to come in from upstate, which normally yeah, we haven't, we haven't counted the uh, yeah. Boone County yet. Now I guarantee you, I said, if you're honest, so there's no way all these people are honest. They probably think his phone calls suck, but because Iggy wanted the poll, we're going to vote for Steve. That's fine. So you can't lose this this argument? <laughs> no, I, I can't win this argument. You can't win or lose. Seems like no blood. Yeah. And who cares? He's going to call in anyway, but 
He's probably home jerking now. Oh, which he does anyway. But gosh. he's looking at this pole. Oh, Sixteenth and nothing. Okay, Sixth don't make the gesture. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't. Oh, YouTube got them. Now, what are you eating? <laughs> a big chocolate donut with sprinkles on it. Look, I had a two piece. Look, I had a two piece this morning. This is my second one. <laughs> it's a two for at the QT. <laughs> I gotta say that the QT though. Some of those frosted ones, you could see, like, the finger imprint. Oh, Bill's oh. fingerprint. For that, like, it was one of those almost Can made the decision. Not, not that. Like, I, I try mm. to find the non-fingered ones. What did, you say you, what did you say you <laughs> ate at this party you were at over the weekend? Oh, yeah. Um, three pieces of cake and seven cookies. Three, three pieces of cake. That was breakfast. A kid on his birthday. It was a one-year-old birthday, and... I, nobody was eating the food. I kind of felt bad, so <laughs> I went out and had a little sesh, and I came back in. I started off with two plates full of salad. Mm. I assume kids' birthdays mm. parties for you is like a, like a steak dinner for Oh, us. dude, yeah. Like, they know how to stock up the fridge. Chicken Obviously, nuggets. They had Dunkaroos. <laughs> Dunkaroos. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, like really? the candy bucket, I hit hard. Did you gain any weight after this? Probably not. Probably not. No. Just pooping a lot. Oh, I, yeah, I definitely, yeah. Now, when I would go to Schnooks, I always like to get a, two um, custard-filled donuts. And one day I saw a guy in there with not using the tongs. Oh, yeah. And just, like, picking up different ones. I don't want that. I, don't want that. I will never eat another donut from Schnooks. Oh, no. I saw one guy. Don't blame it on Schnooks. Don't blame it on your oh, friend. it's not Schnooks' fault. It's not Schnooks' fault. I'm just saying I love their donuts. And they make them fresh there. And I won't get one because I saw that guy touch about eight of them. I said, I'm not going to get a donut if I think somebody's been touching all these. I'm not going to eat it. Like, the finger and, like, thumbprint that I have seen in the last, like, few weeks of QT, you could definitely take that for, like, an investigation. Oh. And, like, you could almost see, like, the fingerprint indention. Like, you, you could oh. use that as analysis. Oh, it doesn't kill you. You know, when you go to a restaurant, somebody's handled your food probably out of sight. In this day and age, you can't tell people anything either. I very kindly told him, I said, dude, I said, there's tongs right there. Why are you touching them all? Use the tongs. Now, nobody's going to eat those. He goes, yeah. don't tell me what to do. Oh, is that what he said? So, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I try to be yeah. couth. I'm 100% with Iggy. If there was an anonymous way to vote without Marty Bear or someone coming after you for voting wrong, the anti-Steve votes would skyrocket. That's from Ken's Wedding Toast. Oh, well, Matty Bear never goes after me. Matty Bear's a nice guy. I don't even think he's on the fan page. Of course, I haven't been on there in three months. But no. He wasn't on there. <laughs> I'm not even on the fan page, but I would vote for Steve all day long. That's good for you. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> we'll yeah, that. Somebody go in there and vote for this guy. Uh, Stephen Wildwood says, I just voted no to even it out. BMI 30.7. Was that possum you mm. sat on attached to Chase Richards? Hilarious. Steve Wildwood. Yeah, that made a lot of sense. I don't know. Why do you bring Chase Richards into a possum story? <laughs> I don't know. That's why, that's why you're called, there for why you're called suck, because there's no rhyme or reason to anything oh. you can talk about. Well, Andrea's doesn't suck, though, Doug. If you're barbecuing, no. Andrea's barbecue sauce, bees, knees. I enjoyed it yesterday. Oh, it's so good. The steakhouse, the steak sauce. It's Andrea's available for you at andreas.com. And, of course, you can enjoy the delicious treats at that steakhouse. And that is in O'Fallon on Collinsville Road. That's what trips me up. It's in yeah. O'Fallon. But on Collinsville Road. Let me tell you a little story about Andrea's uh, barbecue sauce. You. What do you got? I had a. Um, <laughs> every, I like the. Uh, I like the boneless pork steaks. You know, you get the big ass pork steak, but you get the boneless ones. They're smaller size, and there's no bones in it. A lot of fat, which I like, which makes it nice and tender. Uh, and I like to put them in the oven, like 350 degrees for like an hour and a half. But I had six of them, and my 
dish is only big enough for four of these. So I said, I'm going to throw the other two on the grill. I never cook pork steaks on the grill because I don't and have someone a, stole them. I don't have a spot where <laughs> I can just put them above the heat and just let them slow cook. And you need to slow cook them. But I put two on there. First, I uh, marinated them in a little Andrea's steak sauce, and then I basted them with Andrea's barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. I said, like, I got four to eat. I'll eat two today, two tomorrow. I don't eat six. So my neighbor, uh, Brendan, and his uh, fiance, Kelly, I went over. I said, <laughs> I got Kelly a that you were really interested in, though, wasn't it? Well, they're both very nice people. Yeah. Um, and I said, here, I got a couple of pork steaks for you. I said, I can't eat six. They're just off the grill. So I saw him yesterday. I said, how was the pork steaks? He goes, they're great. What was that sauce on there? He wanted to talk about the sauce. I said, Andrea's, Bill. So Andrea's. that's Andrea's barbecue okay. sauce. Goes, so that's the tie-in. He said, that may be the best sauce I've ever had on a, on a pork steak. How about so. that? That's how good it is. Okay. It's Andrea's. And I didn't tell him what I put on. Schnooks or Deerberg's. Jackson, you're going to Las Vegas a week from Wednesday? That's right, Tim. Circus season. That's right, Tim. Circus season, baby. I'll be heading out there uh, before the football season. And if you're heading out there before the football season gets underway, let me suggest two major contests that Circa has going on right now with $14 million wow. in guaranteed prizes. You heard me right, $14 million in guaranteed prizes. The first one, Circa Millions. Six million in guaranteed prizes. It's a thousand dollars per entry, max of five entries per person. You must register in person at Circa Sportsbook in Nevada. Pick five teams against the spread every week. The winner takes home one million dollars. There are quarterly and season-long prizes to go along with that. They also have the Circa Survivor Pool. Eight million guaranteed Eight to million? the winner. Eight million guaranteed to the winner or winner is thousand dollars per entry, max of ten entries. Per person, pick one team straight up every week to win. If the team loses or ties, the entry is eliminated. You can only pick each team once in the season. Go 20 and 0, or be the last person standing to win. Again, 14 million in guarantee prizes. There's also no rake, so if entries oh. go above the guarantee, all extra money will go to the prize pool. It's all av- available over at Circa Sportsbook. Un- believe. Well, I can't wait for that uh, next week for you, boys. I'm really looking forward to it, man. Yeah. I've, I've, I've I've often, you know, dreamt of going to Las Vegas, and now I get this opportunity. Super cool. Yeah. You and KG have your own rooms? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's no, 100%. 100% we Look don't. up my boy, Dever. You see him in there, Matty Drive. Yeah, I'm, I have so many things I want to do. So little time, so I'm going to have to get after it. Videos from the pool, have you decided on mm, whether to take those or Bill, not? Bill, 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 Bill. I don't know. I don't know if people have a lot of uh, appetite for, you know, blindingly pale chest skin. Well, not uh, video of you, but of other people there. Just kind of like voyeur cam? Yeah. I'm out on that. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Not looking for, well, I'm not going to just shoot video of people like at the pool like, hey, here's this guy from Tulsa. Yeah, that's what we want to see. Oh, Frank Haith. Mm-hmm. And he's with, he's with Austin in Frank Texas. Haith is yeah. No, he's, he's a UT. Uh, I know this. Family Golf and Learning Center is a premier golfing facility for all abilities and ages. And if you want to get working... Uh, then I would recommend going to Family Golf. Uh, they provide a friendly and encouraging practice experience for the individual or the family. On rainy days like today, go inside and use the simulators. Simulators is where it's at. That's where you can really figure some things out. I'm telling you, I know you're going, I like to see where the ball's going. It's going to tell you where the ball would go. Uh, plus, you get uh, all kinds of angles and your distances. And then, Doug, you're dialed in. Mm-hmm. Family Golf features a double-decker driving range. It's the best driving range. Want to play around? But you're short on time. Their par three course is the place for you. It's a beautiful nine-hole par three golf course. I've taken my son out there a few times this summer. Enjoy lunch or dinner on the terrace and wonderful patio with the back nine bar and grill when you're done. Host birthday parties there, graduation parties, corporate events, and clinics. It's all for you. And family golf. Familygolfonline.com. Learn. 
practice, play your best golf. It's family golf and learning center. An hour from now, we'll have the design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. JV Golf Coach with a two-goal lead on Fat Ho. Then there's Buck Swope. Then there's Blueberry Pop Pop. And then there's I'm a girl who only likes boys who've, who have won this month. Uh, so it's a really nice battle as we are approaching the halfway point of the month of August here on the Ryan Kelly morning after. Uh, Doug, um, big news here uh, because we've got uh, fun with audio. And you were watching on Saturday night, I know, as Greg Popovich scolded Ahmad Rashad. I was in not. The middle of his I can't speech. stand Greg Popovich. I wouldn't watch anything that he's on. Where was this at? Nasty person. The Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Thank you for your patience, but that's the first reason why I'm standing here. The second reason involves one word, so it's going to be quick. That's great, huh? One word, and that word is duh. a long time. I'm not done. I didn't say duh was the end. I just said there's one word to describe why I'm here. And that's duh, those guys. Did you hear the little video where I said listen? Listening is important. He's always the smart one. Everyone else is always an idiot. I hate coaches in general. I love Pop so much. I love him too. He's nasty. He's He's arguably like the best modern basketball coach. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe yeah, he isn't. Spolstra? Doesn't doesn't give him an excuse to be nasty to people. Where was Ahmad, Ahmad Rashad in that? So Ahmad Rashad comes to the podium after he says "duh" when pointing to Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili, and then he like walks and shakes their hand. Ahmad Rashad comes up to like I guess bring D Wade up next. What's up, D Wade? What's up, Tim? And uh, he was like, "I'm not done yet." And Ahmad shuffled off the stage. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> go back to shining Michael Jordan's jock. Shining oh, a jock. Rashad takes a shot. For shining a jock strip. <laughs> he was a pretty good football player here as Bobby Moore. Yeah, he was. A couple seasons. Love St. Louis. I don't know that he did or not. <laughs> I doubt it. No one does. He stayed very long. I really. in a Google search and see. Uh, I just got this for QFTA, but I think I can tend to it here. I would rather tend to it here. Because when people ask questions about people on the show, I go, you know, contact them. I can't speak for them. Uh, Doug, uh, this just was received. I'm going okay. to preface this by acknowledging that I do not know the whole story. Obviously do not know what has gone down behind the scenes. But Iggy versus KG in O-Town seems to be boiling over on the air. Is that accurate? I don't I see it that way. It. No, and we're here. And we're here, like, in commercial breaks, There were, there were some tense words last week. Were there? What, Thursday and Friday? It felt like it, yeah. Iggy, what's your assessment? I just let him do what he's going to do. I don't pay attention to it. Uh, as a listener, the slapping and jabs they take on each other is uncomfortable. From my perspective, it seems if KG goes out of his way to poke fun at, bully, and troll much of what Iggy brings to the table. One could argue that Iggy's lack of self-awareness brings much of this on himself. That being said, regardless of self-awareness, bullying is obviously not acceptable. The Megan Meyer Foundation plays such a huge part in Iggy's life, it bothers me that there's a chance that he himself is being bullied. You've consistently voiced that one of the reasons why TMA is successful is how TMA handles situations like this off the air. I don't really think I've said that that much. I, I just, to me, it was a 
when you're working at a place, you compartmentalize it. And you don't go on social media and bitch about things. That's yes. to me. But that's that's that you could be working. I could be busting tables at Pietro's, and I wouldn't be bad at Pietro's. I yeah. could. I'm and I'm in talks. You know, fine. I'll say it. It's really? out there now. It pays well. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. The hours are great. I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not bullying. I mean, <clears throat> it's part of the show. I mean, people take shots at me every day on this. I don't call you all bullies. They're not bullying you. Just, you know, I'm an easy target. And if you want to take shots, fine. It's all in good fun. So I don't. It's not bullying, no. Uh, let me finish the email. Is the unspoken leader, and that's in bold and italicized. I mean, there's a lot of presumptions being made, but mm. either way, that's fine. That's why I wanted to read. You're it our here. leader. Thank you. I mean, that's fine. I'll finish you. Why is this situation not being handled off the air? In other words, there it is, Jackson. Where it's it always the black hole of TMA. How come you're not doing this, Tim? How come you're not giving him money to work there? How come you're not tending to this situation? I am not the mother effing boss. Of the program, your dad Tommy is Mattern, in charge. John Kiowski, yeah, and then you go to corporate at Minneapolis. There it is once again. Someone who bullies and trolls members of any team is toxic. Curious to hear your thoughts as you seem to be buying stock in KG with his roles in both TMA and Sound Story. He's not a Sound Story employee, but I would love to have him as a Sound Story employee. Thanks for your time. Thanks for reading. Uh, please don't read my name on air, but for transparency. And then I see his name. So. Uh, yeah, that's something on QFTA. I'd be like, well, I don't know what to say because Ziggy's not here and KG and O-Town's not here. But I can tell you that if there is ever an issue that is like somebody is bothered by something, the way that we do handle is we just don't talk about it on the air. But if Iggy, for example, were uncomfortable with the crap that we talk about and read, the way that it would be handled is he would say it off the air and then we wouldn't do it. Just, I would imagine that's that's somewhat logical, but just because I know most people aren't aware of, you know, some of the dynamic, that's the case. So, And that's happened before. Tim, it, has, it, Tim has actually asked me. There, was, there was one email about five months ago that I'm like, I read it, and, you know, and, and this, isn't, I'm not, this is not about Jackson, but there's a filtered file, which goes back to, I don't know who got fired. I think it was Pete actually got fired. It was, it was Pete who got fired, like, for a day. Yeah. Uh, for an email that got through that, a sponsor took as a shot at their business, even though it was it was like a joke about a pool hall. So I still don't know what that was about. But either way, and then Pete got fired for a day or two. This was 2019. And so ever since then, I've said to whoever is producing the show, please read the emails because I just log in and I read what is ever in, as we call it, the filtered file. So I just read it. And then I read it and I said to Iggy after the show, I said, that one was a little, that wasn't, that was treading on the lines of being personal. And I said, do you want me to not read that kind of stuff and in your own words sir how would you like to answer any of these things i think i just said you know no problem i said you know people are going to take shots i 99 of the time it's just having fun so they don't bother me um so and tim has at times has said do you want me to stop reading this guy's email or texts i said no it doesn't bother me at all so tim is always asking do you mind and you know just like the doug thing with the uh putting screen or what is it called photoshop's Oh, your yeah. face on wow. things. Oh, yeah, that went and, back like a decade and probably. They when stopped you were at KMOV because it. it could have been an issue with it for yeah. KMOV. Mm-hmm. And you asked Tim, can he and ask him to stop doing that? Right. And he did it. So, so it's a case-by-case thing. Yeah. I would say the thing that we've handled most internally that was probably the most difficult thing, which was the thing that, for example, like the cat would say, he goes, the thing that it, because, you know, he would just say, I don't know how you, I don't remember what word he would use, um, 
not internalized, but how you stay calm while all this stuff is going on off the air, in particular at the at, at the previous administration, not Dave Zobrist at KFNS, but the previous situation. I'm like, well, what's the choice? I can lose my crap on the air, or we one of us can lose our crap on the air. You know what's going to happen? Somebody's going to get whacked. Yeah. So you don't do it. It's nothing really heroic. It's it's really just logical. But that's but as far as like the busting balls on the show, that is. If somebody were uncomfortable with it, like the very first week of the morning grind in 2004, the cat said he was uncomfortable with one particular thing, and it was never talked about again. Period. It's that simple. So if Iggy or KG and O-Town were really, truly uncomfortable with something, it would be handled off the air. But what this email does, it, it does a lot of assuming, um, and then, in my opinion, placing blame on me, not on KG and O-Town, um, or Iggy for like, how come you're not taking care of this? Well, these are two grown men, and if they had a problem, then they would either say something to us or say something to the people in, in charge here. So we know where people stand on things. And if you're uncomfortable with something, or if Plowhawk or Doug or me or Jackson's, like, I, I actually today before the show started, <laughs> I did coincidentally, it wasn't even on my mind, I said to uh, Jackson, wasn't in here, but Plowboy, Doug, and uh, Iggy. I said, hey, this happened, therefore I don't want to discuss it on the air because I have a feeling it'll probably come up and it wouldn't be fair to, you know, this person. So I said, let's not talk about it today. It wasn't like something that I'm all hypersensitive about. If if, if somebody's not in on it, kind of like we were saying, like, you don't involve family members unless the family member wants to be participating. That's the way that... So it doesn't happen all that often. I don't even know. God, I don't even know what's happened 20 times outside of the craziness with radio station ownership management stuff. But yes, I hope that answers the question. I appreciate the question. I just don't like when people kind of assume and then pass it aggressively <laughs> place blame. But I, I would prefer that as opposed to getting in group chats or wherever and, and making assumptions because that allows us to answer the question with full transparency. Well, it's only relevant if you talk about it on the fan page, so... Maybe you should go post it on the fan page and get all the responses, then you'll get your answer, because they know more than we do. Mm. That's why you don't want it. Be facetious stuff. I remember at the 590 days, we just didn't... There was a care for you, certainly, like, you didn't bring up a lot of stuff, but I remember just how... I didn't tell you guys a lot of the stuff that was going on, but that, in part, was because some people handled it really well, and some people didn't. And then if it wasn't handled well, then it could come out on the air, and then the people could lose jobs, and that was the reason. But I remember one time, like, Doug, I would talk about on the QFTA, I was I want to achieve Doug Vaughn Nirvana, which is I really don't care, and I'm just, you know. And I remember calling Doug, I don't know what it was. I mean, there have been so many things. And, and for me to have to call you, that tells you that, you know, that it was something of note. And you go, oh, well, that's stupid, but in about two months we'll laugh about it. It's just another dumb thing that we had to deal with. And I go, there it is. And we don't remember even what it right, was. Right, exactly. that's the thing. Yeah. I, know, I know it was 2016, like when we had gone to KFNS, not when we were at 920. But that's, it, to me, that's the way you have to approach it, especially in a unique set of circumstances, which is being, albeit in St. Louis and albeit, you know, on HD2 or AM, but still with some semblance of an audience, you can't air out dirty lawn. I mean, you can, but then you get whacked. Or then, even if you don't get whacked, then other places, at least reputable places, don't want to hire you. So it's not just a short-term act of irresponsibility. I would call it irresponsibility anyway. It then has an impact on your marketability for future employment if you are known as 
the person who can't control it when you have a little adversity and you run onto your Twitter account or your Facebook account and start dressing people down about some inside baseball. And we've seen that with some talented people in this market. Right. And so, so listen, I'm t- it's not easy, but then after a while, it kind of get you kind of just that's what you got to do because you're it's because it's, it's a simple choice. I act out, either me or one of the guys who work with me lose their job. So you got it. You I mean once once that is the choice, it, I'm not doing anything heroic. It's just logical. It might not be easy, but it's that's the decision. So yeah, and it's a no-win situation. I mean, you know, you may want to vent about something. But look what's going to happen when you're done venting. You may say, God, at least I... Short-term release for long-term yeah, problems, man. At least I got my my word out there to let everybody know what I feel about this. You know, But then you're going to pay for the consequences for a long period of time for that one second where you felt good about trashing somebody. I remember looking at memories of my photos like a couple weeks ago. No, screenshots of like how long... Phone conversations like me and Tim would be, and you know, like at the time, we were just ranting our asses off for like an hour and a half deep. That's how you handle it. You just get on a nice little phone call really? and just yeah. let it all hang out that way. Can be it on air, man. It's a we we got fired and not even bringing things up on air. Yeah. We're still getting canned. I'm telling you, Jim Hayes was fired about. so many times. I can't even. <laughs> I mean, December 8, 2018, the man was fired at least twice, and it was like on random Tuesday nights. I'm just going about my business with my one year old and my wife, and I'm going, I got off the phone, son of a bitch, the cow is fired. Or he's about to be fired via email. Man's been on the show for 14 years, and he's just going to get an email. And I'm like, God, what do I do now to try to, you know? And then I remember we were doing a TMA Live at Hot Shots yeah, in Fenton. And there had just been an article posted on the post dispatch that Jim Hayes is about to be fired, but yet he's sitting next to me doing the show. That one didn't start till like nine. I remember yeah. we got there and we're like, well, we have to tend to this. So it's just, it's, yeah, it, I, granted, this has obviously been a unique situation, but I suppose one of the reasons why it's been able to go for a couple of decades is because there is the ability of the people on the show to compartmentalize the stuff that's off the air that can be difficult uh, and then and then just go in and do the show, which that part, everybody who is on the show and has been part of the show deserves credit for because that part isn't easy. But I suppose there's also a relationship, well, I don't suppose, I know there's a relationship that if somebody were uncomfortable with something being brought up, not because it necessarily hurt feelings, but that certainly could be a thing, for KMOV purposes, I mean, I dealt with that when I was at KMOV, um, or anything else, then we would handle then we would handle that off the air. But if Iggy were really upset about KG and O Town, and I've said multiple times, I hope he is hired here, then I know the way you would handle it. You'd say, Hey, I'd really prefer he's not here because I don't appreciate what he's doing, you know? And that is not what's going on. The the hope is is that he's here full time starting on January first to help the show, not to replace somebody. That is not what we'd want to do. And if that if that were essentially the only choice, then I would say, unfortunately, KG and O-Town won't be a part of it. And you never know how things play out. You never know how things play out economically. And as a radio conglomerate and cluster, as it's called here in St. Louis, uh, budgets, they might say, yeah, we can't do it right now. But that is the hope because it makes the show better. And, uh, and that's what we all want. So I hope that answers the question. Anything else, Jackson, your thoughts? I thought you uh, you explained that succinctly, and uh, you informed the listeners. Doug, what do you think about that? Is that nice succinctness, Is there the gong? I thought you might give him a gong. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Jackson, sorry I didn't want to deprive you of your gong. 
Uh, let's see what I got. Yeah, I agree. My butt plug wants to hang out in the right side of my ass more than the left. That's from Mr. Siders. Can't believe he what wrote that, that in. What does that mean? Can't believe he would have write that to us. Uh, Iggy, tell the you just told Tim to call you when you're hired back. That's from Birthday Hawk. What does that mean? I don't know what I'm reading. It's back-to-back text where I don't know what I'm reading. I think I mean? know this one. What do you want uh, me to do? I don't know. I, don't I, th- know. I think he's talking about... Tell a story, maybe? But he left the word story out. Tell yeah. the you just told Tim to call you when you're hired back. Yeah. Oh, when he got whacked. Yeah. Well, yeah, it got to the point where I was getting a text every week that you're getting ready to get fired, and finally I just said, yeah, just text me when I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to talk about it anymore. Just, okay, mm. text me when I'm back. I was always surprised at mine. You're uh, whacking? Yeah, I never really saw some of them coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's pretty clear Iggy was actually getting bitter on Thursday and Friday when you weren't in, Tim, so the emailer was right. That's from Mr. Licks. Yeah, I did something different because Tim wasn't here. What was I getting bitter about? I said the same thing. You want to steal some ideas of mine and go do them? Fine. Run with it. I don't care. Huh. Okay. Is that bitter? Well, I don't answer, know. I'm answering that question, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Licks, I'm not the uh, one to text into the show every day about me, so... Uh, I really thought the Iggy and KG deal was part of sketches and bits. That's from Starfish Street. I suppose with regards to that, like, I know both guys obviously well. And if I thought one was, you know, the kind of person you don't want in the room, so to speak, like I've been really careful with the people who've been investing in Sound Story, uh, because I even, you know, I just am careful about who I want associated with things. So if... KG and O-Town or Iggy, I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's a problem. You know, it's it, then, I, then I wouldn't want him around. Then I wouldn't be pushing forward to Tommy, you know? I mean, Tommy's got to be like, you guys are in a closet, and we already have five people on the show. <clears throat> so Rishow has hazard. five people. <laughs> Rishow has five people. It's this monster on HD1, and now I'm asking for a sixth. I'm sure they're just like, what the hell's going on in that closet? But, you know, push for whatever I think is going to make the, the show better. But if I thought KG and O-Town was like a social media wizard, but he was an ass, I wouldn't want him around no matter how good he is at social media. You know what I mean? Um, and I know Iggy well enough after, Christ, I think I met you in 1998, that if there were an issue, uh, I know that you would say something. I would say something. But you wouldn't say something on the air. No. You know what I mean? No. If he wants to text in like he does and says, oh, Doug, I'm bringing in some fish, I would say, okay, well, go ahead and steal <laughs> that one or whatever you want to do. Guess? I don't care. Yeah, Doug can have, like, like double-fisting salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Each guy trying to one-up the next. No, because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with the cooking show, and I don't bring fish anymore for you. So You're done with the cooking show? Well, I know more I cooking just, I didn't know that. Well, it went, like, six weeks where I didn't because I had, uh, I had one charity golf tournament that I didn't play in. I just had to go out there. Um, I had like three committee meetings for the foundation, um, and they were all on Wednesday. So I said, eh, God, I've missed like four or five in a row. And I just kind of forgot about it. How about moving it to a different day? Well, it didn't matter. It just so happened they all fell on a Wednesday. I don't know. Why not move the cooking I, mean, I could do it anyway, but I really don't care. Oh. <clears throat> I mean, it was getting to the point where I'm cooking the same type of fish every That's week. That's fine. Yeah, I like this. All right, thing. here you go. Here's how you... Uh, Here's how I'm going to pan fry some salmon. Oh. Turn it over after three minutes. There you go. That's it. Fish isn't that hard to cook. Salmon's only three minutes? No, right. Yeah. Well, you can eat salmon meat in rare, so. On either side, <clears throat> both sides, three yeah. minutes? And then I'll finish it off in the oven for a couple minutes. Just to get a little 
Christmas on See, the See, this topic. is why we need more cooking yeah, shows. Yeah, it needs to come back. Still some unanswered questions. <clears throat> now, if I would do other things like steak Diane and Caesar salad and... Oh, what's yeah. stopping you? Feel Oscar. But I don't have somebody to give me the beef. Doug, was that an ask? I can get the fish. What exactly is veal Oscar? Yeah, just a little asparagus and some uh, holiday sauce. Oh, some brine. Mm. Doug, not much more of Oscars. I can't find veal anymore. I don't know where to find veal in this place. Oscar Robertson. Yep, sure. Do you include the grouch? Yeah. Who was that guy with no legs that killed his wife? Pistorius. Yeah. He doesn't make my Mount Rushmore personally. Uh, Oscar, Oscar Madison, maybe one of the greatest Oscars of all time. Oscar Sunquist, New Blue. Oh, gosh. The odd couple. I knew oh, that one. Jackson. Look at Jackson right yeah. there. He was ready for this. He's getting ready to call the Blues games. I'm, I'm just, I'm available. If you've never seen the movie The Odd Couple, I would suggest it's with uh, Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau. Most underrated movie of all time. Wow, there it is. That's I a mean, 98% on run. I mean, it is so it's a 98% well done. approval? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that so was then a, it seems like it's a good rating. It's tough to be underrated at 98%. I think that was a Neil Simon movie. It was. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But Sick just... audio clip. How the hell is the listening audience oh. supposed to know that Ahmad Rashad's on the stage? Well, we Peg is not happy. How deep is the tape delay today? <laughs> we played that 25 minutes ago. <laughs> well, maybe he just got around to it. He's busy. He actually works. He is a ball striker. I think he hits his wedge like 165. Oh, God. This is Ahmad Rashad or Jackson? He can't hit a 7 iron 150. <laughs> Doug, that was a shot, and I won't stand for no, it. No, you shouldn't have to. <laughs> Yeah. Why does he always go into a different voice when he describes food? That's from the Breakfast Club. You do get a little more seductive when you start yeah, talking yeah, about a dish. Sultry. Well, if it's really... What's the word I'm looking for uh, that I like? I don't like moist. What's the other word I like? Succulent. succulent. You don't like the word? I mean, if I can get a nice piece of succulent <laughs> snapper. What? Succulent snapper. Or a nice succulent lamb chop. I think that's an FCC violation. Yeah. I love everyone in KG No Town just to shoot a statement here. I love everyone involved with the show. I truly do. And speaking of the show, check out episode eight of Cooking with KG featuring oh. Doug Vaughn where you make peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. That's from oh. KG in O Town. We Doug, haven't you, done that yet. You appeared on this? We haven't done it yet, but I, I would. I'd like to show Do you feel like that violates a non compete with Iggy's cooking show? Oh, that'd, feel all, that'd be feel a tough one to show. Spread. Spread done. But it's just so wonderful. <laughs> what? It's so nice. Well, I mean, spread some mayonnaise. Are we going to tell them how to hold a knife? You got to know the proportions. You don't want too much peanut butter because it'll get, like, stuck in your throat. Now, earlier this week during the golf tournament out at uh, Southwind, um, Jordan Spieth 
pulled a sandwich out of his bag, and somebody in the gallery said, little snack? And Jordan said, yeah, I got a peanut butter and banana sandwich. You want half? And he gave a half to a really? patron over the ropes. Doug, would you eat half of Jordan Spieth's sandwich? I don't know. If, if anyone else gave you half a sandwich, you would, you would never eat it, right? If it's a pro golfer, you go, oh, wow, I got a sandwich. Mm, this is fantastic. This is the best sandwich I've ever had. What celebrity would you most like to split a sandwich with? Most, Abigail Mack. Most like to split one with. Yeah. Like, pick any celebrity, dead or alive, to split a sandwich with. Probably Guy Frieri, because I know he'd make it sandwich with a lot of good stuff on it. How about it. Wolfgang Puck? Yeah, those are good calls. Any chef. But all you got to do is something as simple as that. Talk to a talk to a, somebody behind the ropes. Give them a half a sandwich. And everybody watching that on TV and everybody in the gallery would see that. And they become a, jo- a Jordan Spieth fan. Yeah. And it took them like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If everybody would do that. Don't treat those people like they're pariahs. Look at that, Doug. Good message. Yeah. Message of unity. Uh, I think Mark Hanna has a message of unity. Jackson, doesn't he? Absolutely. That's a man I would love to split a sandwich with. There you go. With Mark Hanna. Do it. uh, He's the great communicator. Yeah. Split a lot of snacks with him at the... uh, Yeah, that is true. Absolutely, yeah. That's the kind of guy he is. He brings out snacks for the listeners. They're they're needing a little bit of refuel. He brings out some snacks. And uh, maybe your your financial planning needs a refuel, then you get in touch with Mark Hanna. I'm telling you, you're going to be happy that you did. I know I work with him. Doug's worked with him. Prod Joe's worked with him. A bunch of the listeners have worked with him. They all say the same thing. Mark is awesome. You get on that phone first phone call with him. You explain your situation. He makes a custom plan for you, not just the same as someone your age or in your salary range. That's not what he does. He learns about you, creates a plan for you, and then you decide to make that plan. And then if you need to make a change down the road because there's so many variables in life, you get on the phone with Mark Hanna, you're going to feel better when you get off the phone than when you get on it. And to me, that's worth everything. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. It's exactly why you should work with Mark Hanna as well. Yeah, you can call him at 314-889-0503 or just go online at evergreenstl.com. That's Mark Hanna. Evergreen Wealth Strategy. Speaking of snacks, how about a treat at Heavy Smoke BBQ? Chris Shaver. Chris Shaver is a three-time world championship barbecue winner. He competes almost every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue cops. If he were a cardinal, he would be Albert Pools or Stan Musial. Heavy smoke is right off I-70 in St. Peter's at Cave Springs exit on the outer road. Chris's meat is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party your mouth has ever experienced. Homemade sides? This man's a barbecue genius. And he does catering. It's Heavy Smoke BBQ. Dot com. That's heavysmokebbq.com, Chris Schaefer, and Heavy Smoke. Send your emails in, design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Coming up in about 25, 30 minutes, Jackson and I getting our asses ripped for an hour. Mm. On 101 ESPN coming your way at 10 o'clock. Doug Vaughn has a sound story coming up at uh, 1030. Is that correct? Is it my nurse confirming that time? 1015. 1015, oh, right away. 1015, yeah, quick shooter. So there you go. Uh, You can get a sound story for your family or for yourself, for that matter, my sound story. Dot com. Uh, that is where you can go, mysoundstory.com. We'll take a commercial break. Come back with our 9 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.